Our sponsor today on Drinking with Authors is Skunk Brothers Spirits. Skunk Brothers Spirits was started by a family of disabled veterans focused on locally sourced quality distilled spirits. Their name was inspired by their pops, who was nicknamed Skunk. Skunk's father was a moonshiner in Oregon back when it wasn't exactly legal. Now the brothers are taking the family business legal with their Washington-based team using their grandfather's Prohibition-era moonshine recipe to bring small batch spirits to the gorge and beyond. From the moonshine corn whiskey to the apple pie brandy, all of their spirits are handmade in Washington. Believing they already have the best ingredients in the local community, they work with local farmers and suppliers to produce the highest quality spirits from scratch. You can find them on Facebook at Skunk Brothers and on Twitter at Skunk Bros Inc. Or visit their site www.skunkbrothersspirits.com and use coupon code DWA10 at checkout to read 10% off your order. You can always also ask your local retailer to start stocking Skunk Brother Spirits. Regardless of how you get your hands on a bottle or two, grab a drink and don't forget to get skunked. This podcast contains potentially adult language, adult themes, definitely drinking, and possibly sexual context. Listener discretion is advised. Today is C.R. Rice, who hopefully will keep me in line since I apparently don't know where I am anymore. And our amazing yeah, guest is Shay Kuhn. Okay, let's talk about what we're drinking now that I can do that. Our sponsor today is Skunk Brothers Spirits. Their coupon code is DWA10. And what am I drinking today? You can't tell from this cup. What I'm drinking is Sweet 45 Cherry Cordial, which is their Cherry Cordial um, awesomeness. And then I actually mixed it with cherry poppins. Jay put it earlier, I popped both my cherries. So this is, um, anyway, this is cherry poppins, like Mary Poppins spinoff. They also have one called Ice Spice Baby. I really enjoy these. They're very funny. And they have a whole like little saying on the can that goes along with it. Like it, the other one for Ice Spice Baby went to the Ice Ice Baby song. So. <laughs> This is literally like hard apple cider and cherry juice. Well, oh, wow. Anyway, it's pretty awesome when we get it up here in North Carolina and I'm spilling it everywhere. Okay, CR, what are you drinking? Okay. Now so, that you got rid of that horrible thing you were drinking on the last episode. It was so bad. Yeah. So, okay. So this is going to be a different mix. It's actually pretty good. So what I did was, is I took some um, of the grape juice and I added a little bit of Sprite just to like make it all bubbly and stuff because that's always fun. And then I did maraschino, mar- maraschino, maraschino. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I put cherries and then some of the juice in it, and it's actually really good. <laughs> it's okay. really good. Very very cool. Awesome. Just what to are you doing? Well, I'm all the way upstairs, and uh, y'all are uh, babysitting y'all's. I got mine done. Oh, oh, this is like my second or third. Like, oh. yeah, no, I got, I well, got, I just got containers home. over here. The <laughs> <laughs> mine's sweet tea in a mason jar, Southern style, with a splash of whipped cream vodka. That sounds. I wouldn't have even thought to put those two together. So that sounds kind of amazeballs. Not gonna lie. Okay, 
This is rapid fire questions. Are you terrified? No, I was going to say yes. ready. And then yes. I just, no, it's fine. You'll be great. Don't worry. What is your favorite book of all time? Buttons and Lace by Penelope Sky. Why? Penelope Sky is the queen of roller coaster emotional dark romance. Um, Crowbar study will, it has now been upgraded to my book husband. That's how wonderful oh. he is. Yes. And it's a whole series and it, it's just incredible. It's just dark and suspenseful. You absolutely hate him, but then you fall in love with him. So I love those. So, and she's the oh. queen of that. Awesome. What is your least favorite book? Um, <laughs> I feel like you just thought of one and then you're you like, did. I'm not going to say it. Um, I, gosh, I, I can't, I can't remember the title. That's how much I didn't like it. Um, but I did not like it because the male main character that you were supposed to be the hero and supposed to love was okay with, um, raping a woman in front of her husband for the cartel. He was perfectly okay with it. And I just, I just, I read the whole book cause I was trying to help the author out, but I absolutely, I couldn't fall in love with him. I, I couldn't like him. I, I just couldn't do it. And, and the woman was no better because she was okay with it, so. Yikes. Okay, yeah. so that begs the question, do you finish all the books that you read? Um, no. <laughs> no, I don't either. I think it's a complete waste of time. If you have um, a book and it's terrible, I think it, don't bother. If it's a, one of the biggest pet peeves I have, well, besides that, um, and I don't have really any triggers. I just, I just don't, there's certain things I don't like, um, is filler. When the author is putting way too much filler, um, it's a 300 page book, but probably most of it is filler. Um, I really don't like that. And I get bored and I can't read a book that I'm bored. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. Absolutely. So. Yeah. Yeah. I've had to, unfortunately. Oh, wow. What about, um, do you, when you read, how do you generally read? Do you prefer like the physical books? Do you like eBooks? Do you like audiobooks? Like what, what is your preferred method of reading? I prefer eBooks only because I can read it anywhere. Um, it's I'll most likely leave a book laying around. If, if it's a physical book, I do love physicals, the feel of it, just, you know, and stuff like that. But I, yeah, eBooks are much easier to travel around with me and stuff like that. So. Very, very cool. What about reviews? Do you write reviews? I do try to write reviews. That's the one thing I do like uh, about the eBook aspect is because at the end of every book, it asks me for a review. Um, if, if I feel the book was still a five-star, I'll give it five-star. But if, if there's not something that I particularly want to say about the book. It was just an amazing book in general. I may not write a full review, but I will at least leave uh, a stars and stuff like that. So that's very cool. Do you, um, on your reviews, do you go, do you read all your reviews? Nope. Nope. Um, I just, I, I, there's, I appreciate the good and the constructive and stuff like that. And when I first did it, yeah, I did. But now I'm just, I'm just thankful for him. And I just I move on because I know it can just really drag you down. Whether you think, oh, well, it's no big deal, whatever they say, it, it's going to drag you down a little bit or going to frustrate you or, you know, something like that. So I just don't really, I don't read them. <laughs> no, that, that, that makes sense. I actually encourage if you can't 
separate yourself fully from the review, then don't bother. Like if you can't be in a sort of an audience member to the review, if you're going to take it personally, don't, don't read the reviews. I yeah. think not a good idea. Okay. Sierra, what about you? What's your first question? If you could be a main character in any book, but you have to live their life, who would it be? Pearl, Crow's wife. <laughs> <laughs> that I'm was telling you, I love that man. I love that man. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and she All has right. gone through some hell. She was trafficked and she was pretty beaten up. So she went through some hell, but yeah, I would, I would be her. Yep. If you could have any character as a sidekick, who would it be? Oh, Lizzie, Lizzie Marin. <laughs> yeah. I, and, that's not, and it's not because of, I wrote it. I just, I, she was my favorite character writing. I love her attitude. Um, I don't love it so much when my daughter is uh, the inspiration because I'm the one that's got to deal with it for a nine-year-old. Um, but yeah, she's just badass and she's funny. And when she tells her brother to go pleasure himself with a cactus, you know, I just, that's something my daughter would say. And, and she's a, she's just a dynamite. She's going to be a, just a lady, just a man. She's just incredible. And I don't know. She would definitely keep me safe. I know that much. But she would be in a brawl with me. She'd be there kicking ass just like just with me. So that's very cool. What is your favorite um, book that has been turned into a, a mini series or a, a show or a movie? Like, what is your favorite one that they did that with? Um, it would probably be, even though it's it's still a little cheesy, but I love how Giulio Beretti has imitated uh, Gabriel Emerson. I think he did a really good job. Um, so it would be the Inferno, Gabriel Infernos from, um, I don't know if I'm supposed to say the, the app that does it, but you know who they are. Um, um, I'm a little nervous because they're going to be doing the This Man series um, from Jody Ellen Mal Malpas. And th that book is, if you're a fan of that, you better do it right because you don't mess with Jesse. But so yeah, the Gabriel Infernos, I think they did really well um, casting wise because uh, Julio Beretti and um, Melanie Zapata do the characters really, really well. So I'm, I'm happy with it. Um, it's not perfect, but I, I think that so far is my favorite. Which one is your least favorite that they did and you're like, this is fucking terrible and this shouldn't have been. <laughs> Same company, uh, different director, The Protector. I own loved the book absolutely loved the book again Jodi Elamapas I love her no the movie was horrible 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 who would you cast if if um oh let's lost sound okay well you're I still moving gonna... I just lost your sound oh can you hear me now or no can you I hear can me hear you yeah I can't hear you can you hear CR? it could be my internet again can you hear me there you go who'd I get OCR. Okay. <laughs> Who would you cast as your lead characters in your first book? Definitely Caleb would be Andrew Beernot. Sorry. Andrew's become like a brother to me. He's an incredible actor. Um, for Pierce, that one's really hard because it has to be an older gentleman because Pierce is almost in his 40s. Um, that, that's a really tough one. And honestly, when it comes to the women, I don't even think about that because uh, I'm so focused. I love I love the male point of view in books. And so I think I sometimes focus more on who I would want them to 
be played by. Um, gosh, I don't even know. Like I said, Andrew, I, I just love Andrew. Um, I think if, I think Wonder could play um, Pierce because he's an older gentleman, but he looks younger. Wonder Aguiar. Um, Julio, I would love to play Emiliano. Uh, Julio Beretti would be awesome for that. Um, gosh, I can't even think of the women. I'll, I'll be quite honest. I think Scarlett Johansson would be great as Lizzie because she's already plays a badass. Um, so I think she would be good in that. A little older than Lizzie would be. Um, and Ethan would have to have some uh, um, kind of some Latin spice to him. So I'm not, I'm not quite sure on that one because he's, he's um, like I have their faces in my head. Like Gabriel is like to the T. I know what he looks like but I can't think of an actor who would fit so well with it. So it, it's hard to, it, that's a really hard question. <laughs> I, I really can't say, I really can't on that one. I, I, I know, like I said, Gabriel, or sorry, Julio and Andrew and Scarlett are probably my, the only ones I can really think that fit really well. See, this is a question for all your Instagram followers to go, hey, who do you think should play these characters? Yeah, Let yeah. Supply you with a bunch of people because- I see that all the time, like, who would be great to play these characters? And I always think that's, that would be completely hysterical. Yeah, I should. Yeah. I really should. That'd be a good idea. <laughs> yes, just to get a shout out, see who comes your way. Yeah. Plus, you get a lot of attractive people in your stream when you do stuff like that. Like <laughs> your entire stream is pasted with hotness, and you're like, I can do that. <laughs> you know, I'm like me write serial killer books. I will never ask my fans, hey, who do you think should play <laughs> this creepy serial killer person? Because I don't want my entire feed built up with that. That's okay. I'm good. Touche. That yeah. one would be rough. Yeah, no, that one would be super rough. Plus, I'd get a lot of really weird creepers. So we're not going to do that sort of thing. Talk about creepy people who talk to you when you write stuff. That's a whole new level. Okay, CR, over to you, my friend. What is your favorite weird food combination? Something that you love that people don't like? Or think is weird? Well, I don't know, because, I mean, in, te in Texas, it may not be weird. I don't. Okay. Oh, let's get, let's I know. Texas. Go for it. Cheetos, the puffy. They have to be puffy Cheetos and ketchup. Oh, oh, that's <laughs> nice. <laughs> Okay, well done on hiding that facial reaction there. That was great. <laughs> you're like this, you're like. You're I'm like, a very expressive person. That's just not very good. had a physical things. reaction, which was like brilliant for that. Like an absolute physical reaction to that. <laughs> My kids will which watch is... me and be like, what are you doing? I was like, what? <laughs> it's not. Well, you know what I always think is interesting? I, I have weird food combinations too, is how we arrived at these weird food combinations. Because it's not like you were looking at the bag of Cheetos and they're like, oh, I have in my fridge. Well, maybe you did. All I have in my fridge is ketchup, <laughs> right? I actually did that. So I like um, salty potato chips with cottage cheese as a dip. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's a thing. Yeah. But it was because I know how I discovered this was I was out of sour cream because I do that too is dip them in sour cream, which you're a sour cream and try potato chips. So shut up. That's yeah, a combination, right? <laughs> right. 
But um, I I was out of that and I had cod cheese. I'm like, I wonder what this would taste like. I literally opened it very little bit on the chip just to go. And I was like, this is brilliant. I'll eat an entire, it's terrible. I'll eat a whole thing. <laughs> amazingly <laughs> yummy. And I like that. That's okay, CR. You never have to eat at my house. It's fine. <laughs> I mean, I eat a lot of weird stuff too. Like Corey always looks at your funny. Pickle thing, whatever the pickle m what was it pickle skittles Listen, okay there's no judgment here on this question i do a lot of weird things with pickles i do pickles in doritos i do pickles in skittles but it was just because they were on the same plate and they just happened to be there and i was like which one could make a decision so i just ate both of them and it was delicious but <laughs> i did try the mustard and oreo challenge that was going around i was really really curious because everybody so far had said it actually tastes good I'm like there's no way because I'm an Oreo freak it, it's craft to me and that's why we can't keep it in the house so I tried it Oreo with a little mustard on top and I was it's on my TikTok actually me doing it I was stunned it's it's a it's incredibly goes well together it, it goes <laughs> well together surprisingly I was I thought I was gonna gag like I just said I'm gonna put this in my mouth and I'm gonna gag I know I am it actually worked. I, it, it was weird how it, it went well together. Wow. It, it would take a lot for me to put mustard. On I, I know. And I'm an Oreo like sacrilegious almost. I know. Apparently I know. it's a trend though. So now it's out there. I was so this curious. This is why I don't go on the internet. This is because you, <laughs> you have weird shit like that. That's why I stay off of the internet. You know what I wonder though? Cause I feel like Oreo sees stuff like that and they have some pretty weird flavors of Oreo. Yes, they do. That I, you know, I try to, I really wish they'd have smaller sample sizes to try some of these weird flavors. Cause like yeah. there's a carrot cake Oreo. Yep. And I don't know if this is any good, but I don't want to get an entire package of it to find out that it's complete garbage. <laughs> I would rather like a little, and even like the birthday cake Oreo mm -hmm. and stuff like, like, it sounds like it would be a good idea, but sometimes these good ideas and I'm coding are fucking terrible ideas and it tastes horrible, but I don't want to have an entire package of tastes horrible. So I'd really like a sample size, please, Oreo, if you're listening, of all of this ridiculous, <laughs> weird shit that you've decided to put in your cookie. Because even they when do they color the inside, yeah, well, but they only have them on the normal Oreo. Yeah, not of the special oh. things. Yep. Okay. Yep. I don't get out enough. I don't leave my house. Yeah, they had Lady Gaga Oreos that were green and pink. Hear me out. They were normal Oreos, again, <laughs> quotations, but the outside were pink, like the cookies, and the inside okay. was green. I don't know how okay. this is Gaga, but I'm letting it go because it doesn't make sense to me. And I bought them because I was like, okay, they're normal Oreos. No, no. When you put food, food coloring, coloring in like that, they do not taste the same as normal Oreos. Oh. No, mm, no, hard pass, hard pass. Again, back to my sample quandary with the Oreos. I think if you're going to make any weird, ridiculous fucking flavors, put samples out. So, well, at least have the sample lady out. Yeah, you know, at least yes. at the store, have the sample lady out. Come on. Yeah. So, okay. So, here's a different variant on this question. Have you ever had something that people like swear up and down is amazing and you just have to like slowly do the chew and wait for them to turn away so you can spit it out? Oh, yes. Many um, times. Any form of okra to me. Like there, I've tried right, okra. Are you kidding me? Like, have you okay. had some good? Disney, you live in North Disney. Carolina now. Yeah. <laughs> I've literally tried like 27, 27 different ways to eat okra. 
jambalaya is the only way I can do it and only if they get okra and it's not slimy yes. so but that's because I, I can mix it in with the rest of the sausage and stuff I hate okra of any kind and every time I say that somebody says oh you should have it the, the only way I eat okra is fried. Now, my best yeah. friend will go and she'll get it out of the can where you can still see all the fuzzy shit on it. And she just like sits there and eats it. I'm like, you're, you're a disgusting person. Like, it's literally like fuzzy. No. The uh, only way I'll eat it no. is if it's fried. And when I say no. fried, I mean like the okra inside is fried too. <laughs> yes. Okay, Shay, what about you? What have you been? No, no, no. If I say no, that means no. No means no. You ain't putting anything <laughs> in my mouth. It, it, it's got to be consent in every way. <laughs> but like if you're at a cookout or something and they're like, oh, this salad is great or this dessert is great or whatever, and you try it and you're like, oh, that is not good. I think somebody made a uh, pumpkin pie one time and they put salt instead of sugar. And that's that's probably it, but that was uh, that was them doing it on accident, and I just straight up said, "Uh, bleh, um, that's not sugar." <laughs> and okay, they're like, so "What?" And they ate it, and they're like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> people will make a tomato jello. Have you heard of this? Like where it's like a gelatin with tomatoes in it, and then put whipped cream. And okay, so this is a thing, and I'm sure somebody will write in and say what it is, but it's a thing. And so my, no, vetoed, like absolutely not under any circumstances. I know that a tomato is a berry. Got it. We can do that whole classification, but it doesn't fucking taste like a strawberry or a boysenberry or a blueberry or any of the other berries. Doesn't taste like that. And do not put whipped cream under any circumstances on a tomato. I don't care what form the tomato is in. Do not put whipped cream on a tomato. Thank you. Hard pass. Hard pass on that. <laughs> okay. You know, I hate tomatoes, but I live off of like marinara sauce and ketchup, but I will not bite into a tomato. I'm a child. I, it, you, down, you, you can there ask are amongst many people that I know that are like that, that cannot stand the tomato as it stands, but will it's so okay, slimy. But like, it's not, okay. I love, I will also put cottage cheese on tomatoes and it's really, really yummy to me with salt. So just that's okay. You don't have to eat here. Next question. If you could be any super, we're, we're going away from food. No, we're going away from food. If you could be any supernatural creature, what would it be? Oh gosh. A dragon. Ooh. One that can change into a human or just the dragon itself. Yeah, I would probably be a shapeshifter. That, or I guess, you know what? I, it's close second to a wolf because I love, I love the whole beauty behind a wolf and the stories and that come with it. But dragons and wolves, those are those are pretty kick-ass. And so it'd be a, a real, yeah, shapeshifter between dragon and wolf would be pretty, pretty awesome. Or just a shapeshifter in general. I can shape and then you into can any animal. Yeah, I could do any. Any animal would be pretty cool. I actually had a character of Dungeons and Dragons that was a dry, uh, druid that had that ability she could shapeshift and as she leveled up she could shapeshift into more mythical creatures and stuff like that that's cool but she had to have seen the creature let me just say oh, I drew right. many adventures to go see creatures so that i could like <laughs> make a list of everything that i could shift into it was pretty could you take I, an adventure to a zoo 
Well, there's no zoos in Dungeons and Dragons. (laughs) (laughs) Only because you didn't make one yet. Yeah, well, I was a player. The DM didn't make one. Needless to say, I had a long list, and then the DM was, the dungeon master, for those listening, was like, you are kind of breaking all the rules here. And I'm like, no, I'm finding loopholes. Thank you. Let me write that creature down. <laughs> what, are, what, what can that creature breathe again? Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty bad. Okay, CR, over to you. Um, what is your guilty pleasure? Like if the husband's at work, the kids are at school, you're not writing, what is something you do for you? Nap. <laughs> that can be a guilty pleasure epically. Yes. 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 I mean, it's either hours and hours of reading or it's napping. It used to be movies all the time um, before I got heavy into reading, but now it's either I read for hours at a time or I nap. Napping is amazing. So what, um, how much, how many books can you read on average in a month now? Um, it's been a lot slower lately. Um, just cause I'm running out of, it's the same stories coming up. Um, I think in February I read 23, I believe it was 23 in February. So that's, that's not the best I've done, but <laughs> <laughs> but I, I can read anywhere probably from 20 to 25 or sorry 20 to 50 in a month um just depends on how engrossed in the story I am but it's been really slow lately in, I'm sorry um, that's not slow there's literally nothing no degree <laughs> of that that goes away that makes that slow even if you're like I read 10 I'm like I'm still in the middle I'm reading two books right now and I'm still in the middle of them and have no time to read it's pretty terrible no. Well, when I first started out, I, you know, I'd read until like three, four o'clock in the morning. So there was a lot more reading going on than now I'm like, I'm out by 1030. I'm like, you know, the phone falling on my head, trying to read situations. So that is why I don't read big paperbacks in bed. (laughs) Okay. CR, I'm going to let you have the final question. Dun, dun, dun. What is something, your favorite thing on your bucket list? Like if somebody came to you and said you could do whatever you wanted to right now. Go visit Andrew and his fiance in California. I'm telling you, I love that man and his, his fiance, Andrew Bernot. Um, I got the extreme pleasure of interviewing him and um, uh, Wonder. I get to use one of Wonder's models as a book cover. So that was definitely on my bu- bucket list. And Andrew has cordially invited me out to California. And when I get there, we're supposed to go out with them and hang out with them. And so that's definitely on my bucket list because um, he is a lot of inspiration. Um, he did um, did a monologue as Caleb Marin for me. Um, incredible human being. His fiance is a designer. And so just, just being around him, knowing the work he's done, he's done more book covers than Fabio. If anybody is old enough to know who Fabio is. Oh, I make um, reference to that all the time. Fabio was on 388 book covers. Yeah, and he exceeded that. Um, yeah. And so, and not only that, but he, you know, like I said, he's an, an incredible actor. And so I really would like to go out and visit him and his fiance, Michelle. So that, that's definitely a bucket list thing because he is to me a book idol and he, he inspires a lot of, a lot of writers, I think with just just posing, just being on book covers. He, he inspires a lot of authors, I think. 
Very, very cool. Okay, shameless self-promotion time. What's the next book and when is it coming out? It is The Roma's Claim. It's a dark mafia romance and we are looking for a summer release, possibly May or June. So yes, trigger warnings. <laughs> trigger warnings, very, very cool. And how do people find you? I am on Instagram, Shay.Kuhn author, all one word. I'm on TikTok under the same name. Just look under Shay Kuhn author. I'm on Facebook. Uh, Shay Scamps is my group. And then Shay Kuhn author. Um, TikTok, Twitter, BookBub. And you have yes. a newsletter, right? That people can yes, sign I do up have for a to get newsletter. all the latest. Yeah, you go to shaycoon.com to sign up for the newsletter. Um, everything, actually, everywhere I am, if you go to my Instagram page, there's a link, uh, link tree, and it'll take you everywhere that I'm presently on. Very, so, very cool. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you again so much for being on this mm -hmm. podcast. It's been so much fun having you here. Thank you. You're most welcome. And um, this has been um, Drinking with Authors. Wow, this is a lot of cordial hitting me right now. So this has been Drinking with Authors, Literary Briefs Edition. It's very interesting when it finally hits you. Um, I have been your host, Erica Lance. Our sponsor has been Skunk Brothers Spirits with their cordial that I am presently super buzzed on, Cherry Cordial Sweet 45. Uh, DWA 10 is the coupon code. My co-host has been C.R. Rice, who's just been inventing drinks all along. And our amazing guest has been Shane